Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Manifestation Lab podcast. Episode 3. I am Tarkon. I want to make that a little dramatic. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little drama every once in a while, right? Right. Ha ha ha. Yes. So, for those of you following me on YouTube, um, I guess you will have noticed by now, or will have been told by yours truly, that the uh, podcast now lives somewhere else. And uh, that is here at uh, podbean.com, and I'm working on getting it all into the, uh, you know, the the other platforms like iTunes and um, Spotify and all that stuff. So that's, it'll be available for you to listen to there as well in the near future. But uh, for now, this is, this is where you will find the Manifestation Lab podcast. And uh, this is the third episode. I, you know, I've, I've been so busy with the channel and other things and building the website and spreading myself a little thin that um, I've taken some time doing another podcast episode, but I am in the full throes now, so to speak. <clears throat> and uh, this one's going to be uh, interesting and exciting, I hope, like the others. Um, we're going to um, talk about lists, lists, making lists for the purposes of um, gaining clarity on your desires and also helping you to manifest your desires more efficiently. I don't want to say faster, but uh, more efficiently. Because, you know, when you make a list, it's all about drawing your focus into what it is you want. And in order to do that, you have to be clear on what you want right really down to the very last detail and I'm gonna talk about that and then um, in the second part we're going to uh, reach into the mailbag and actually there is an email from a viewer a viewer of the YouTube channel uh, and for those of you who are new that's over on YouTube manifestation lab is the channel so go ahead and check those out you can uh, you can see my uh, my beautiful kisser as I speak to you um, but yes we're going to be talking uh, we're going to be looking at an email from a viewer um, who made a list and uh, to great success and oh look at that the music suddenly stopped that's very uh, that was a little a little shocking um, yes who uh, made a list uh, successfully and is wondering how he can recreate his success which is an interesting question <laughs> since he's done it already he already knows the answer um anyway so yes i um i hope that uh, this will be a good one for you so stay tuned and i'll be right back thank you you know 
many, many years ago. Um, I would say even long before I got on the whole law of attraction train and I really discovered all this stuff for myself or even discovered that that's what it was called or had even heard of the term law of attraction or the term manifesting, <clears throat> I can remember that I uh, stumbled upon a little website. I think it was a website or it might have been a forum. This is back in the old days of the internet too, the older days of the internet. Uh, but I remember very distinctly that uh, this person was discussing a, uh, a very simple little experiment and really just for fun purposes. And the experiment was simple enough. Um, it asked you to close your eyes for a few minutes, breathe deeply, and imagine a quarter, a quarter, a coin, a quarter of a dollar. And for those of you not in the United States, a uh, <clears throat> quarter of a dollar is, uh, is the biggest coin we have here in our, uh, in our um, currency. Um, and it's, you know, it's a quarter is usually the most popular coin too, because you can put it in laundry machines and that kind of thing. Um, the other ones aren't that useful really, <laughs> but a quarter is something that's pretty common. And everybody in the United States who lives here has used a quarter, understands what a quarter is, understands the weight of a quarter. Um, you know, everybody who is American at least, um, knows what a quarter is knows what it looks like, knows what it feels like. And so the exercise was asking you to simply imagine holding a quarter, a coin. Now, if you're in another country, uh, imagine some coin that's very common in your uh, currency and uh, just simply use that for the purpose of the exercise. But it was very simple. Uh, close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and uh, imagine holding a quarter and uh, you know, feel its weight in your hand. Uh, smell it if you can. Um, play with it in your hand, you know, sort of do that thing where you move it between your fingers and and that kind of thing. And and do this for, you know, five to ten minutes if you can, and try doing it every day for about a week, for about five or ten minutes. So I thought, uh, what the hell, this is interesting. I wonder, I wonder, you know, what the point of this is. <laughs> and, uh, but I decided I'll have fun with it. And, um, you know, I did this, and I think the first couple of days I did this, uh, it just, it was very easy for me to imagine a quarter because it was such a common item, right? It's such a common item, a quarter. Everyone's held one. Everyone's used one. Um, I, you know, you can have pockets full of them, right? Depending on what change you get back from your, uh, your uh, purchases or whatever. But an interesting thing started to happen. I began, I began finding quarters everywhere. <laughs> Not just finding them, but, you know, people would just give me quarters or drop quarters or quarters just kind of came up in conversation, right? Interesting enough, quarter, I don't know why they would come up in conversation. You just don't notice these things. It's such a common everyday item. You don't really pay that much attention to it, but suddenly they're everywhere. And I'm finding them everywhere, right? So... I remember thinking, this is interesting. So what happened here? Did I create the quarters out of thin air? Or were they always there and I just attuned myself to their level? In other words, well, now we would say in law of attraction practice, we would say I became a match to the energy of the quarter by imagining it every day. 
And really, in a very neutral sense, I wasn't trying to find quarters. It's not like a quarter is going to, you know, make or break you. It's a small little coin. It's a small amount of money. So it's not like a, I was itching for quarters. Um, but it was fun. So I was able to be neutral about it. And, uh, you know, very definitely, I think now, many years later, and having studied this for so many years now, um, <clears throat> And knowing what I know about the nature of reality creation and the nature of focus and the nature of energy and vibrating and matching energy with things, and uh, I know that the quarters were always there, but maybe they were just outside of my sight. Maybe they were just outside of my vibrational view, right? My vibrational periphery. Since I wasn't focusing on quarters, I, I probably walked right past them, you know? But now that I was doing this little exercise, I was suddenly seeing them everywhere. So somehow my subconscious mind was able to pick up on my focus and my clarity regarding the quarters and began to alert me left and right to quarters, right? It was somehow aware of their presence or their energy. We talk about energy, right, in this practice. So it's very much about energies. A quarter has an energy just like everything else has an energy. So I was plugging into the energy of the quarters and finding them everywhere. I think by the end of a week, I had you know enough money to do a couple of loads of laundry. So that was neat. <laughs> but uh, but the point I'm bringing up this story is because you know as I said, we're going to be talking about lists, and uh, this does uh, relate to that because making a list of something that you want causes you, forces you almost to sit down and to begin to focus on the different aspects of your desire or your desired outcome, right? The different, the details of it. Just like I was focusing on the details of a quarter, its weight, its shape, uh, the feel of it in my hand made it somehow more real, brought it into deeper focus in my mind so that I was able to really gain clarity about what is this object that I'm looking to manifest or looking to connect with on an energetic vibrational level so and so it is with uh, everything that you desire so many uh, people come to this and go well you know i want money i'm going to use the law of attraction my desires to have money well what does that mean how much money right what are you going to do with the money how much is enough for you what, what's what's uh, what's you know write down a number um Hey, if you want to find money on the street, what do you want to find? A 20, a 100? What denomination? You want to find 21s or 4.5s, uh, you know, or $25 bills? Uh, I mean, what, uh, you know, become specific. And then, and then what? Are they new bills? Are they crisp bills? Um, you know, you want to be wealthy? You want to be rich? Well, what does that mean to you? What's a number that will make you feel rich and wealthy? What's a thing that has to happen for you to feel rich and wealthy? I'm going to win the lottery. Well, that's what's that going to be like, right? Make a list of, of, of exactly what your life will be like when you are wealthy. <clears throat> what are you going to do? You're going to buy a bunch of houses. You're going to live in uh, Bermuda. You're going to, you're going to give money to your mom. How much money will you give to your mom? Give her a good chunk. Give mom a good chunk. But, um, I think you're starting to get the idea here that, um, List making is a very, very uh, important part of the manifestation process. And 
Um, maybe I haven't spoken about this before. I think I might have done a video on the YouTube channel about this before, but I want to speak more in depth about that here because it is so very important. Um, and, you know, I, I was talking about money. I mean, this is true for anything. And, and since a lot of you on my channel uh, are interested in relationships and manifesting specific people into your life, this is absolutely, absolutely relevant for that. Um, making a list of your perfect relationship with that person. And if you don't have anyone specific in mind and you just want a relationship with somebody, well, who? What are they like? All right. What... Describe them in detail to your mind. Describe them to your subconscious mind in detail. What are your preferences? What do you what do you what color hair should they have? Yeah, and that's another story. You know, my personal experience with this is uh, is really funny because I did this a few years ago, about four or five years ago, <clears throat> and at the time I was not dating anybody. I was going on dates, but nothing was really panning out, and you know I was feeling frustrated and impatient, and I thought. I'm going to go find a solution to this. I, I read several books. And I, I can't remember which book it was exactly, but it was a, a relationship book, a relationship advice, that kind of thing. But it had a sort of law of attraction manifesting kind of, a, kind of hue to it. I don't know why I chose that word, hue. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the chapters in the book talked about making a list and it, it advised the reader to make a list, a very specific list about their perfect lover, their perfect partner. And, uh, you know, be as detailed as possible and don't hold back, right? Actually sit down and you want to, you know, in my case, I was looking to attract a, a woman into my life and I wanted her to look a certain way. I wanted her to, um, her eyes to look a certain way. And I wanted her mouth to look a certain way. I wanted her hair color to be a certain thing. And I wanted her hair to be a certain length. And, you know, I wanted to, uh, so I described all the physical aspects of the person I wanted in my life. And then I moved on to sort of personality aspects. You know, I, I wanted to have a good sense of humor. I want her to, uh, you know, be a happy person, a positive person, an upbeat person. I wanted to, her smile to radiate. I want her smile to light up the room. You know, and, and in the process of doing this, I remember I was pulling in as reference, you know, women and girls when I was much younger that, that I had been attracted to or had dated before and, you know, certain qualities about them that I had very much liked and enjoyed. I, and I would pull that into, you know, I would say, oh, she should have a, her eyes should look like, um, you know, Erica had those eyes or that's that's what her eyes should look like or um, that smile that that so-and-so had right so I remember that I had a lot of fun with it you know I was very reluctant about it at first but I remember very clearly that as I got more into it there was a sort of momentum building inside of me where I was really having a blast with this sort of imagining my perfect girlfriend what does she do for a living right um, oh she's a great cook she cooks because I like to cook I want her to be able to cook you know we can cook together she loves going to restaurants uh, exploring everything so she eats everything right um, I didn't want a vegan or anything like that nothing wrong with you guys who are vegans nothing wrong with that but I don't happen to be one so I didn't want a partner who uh, you know was going to be restricted in what they could eat because I like the idea of going to restaurants and exploring different places to eat and different types of food with my with my uh, girlfriend that I was creating, so uh, you know things like that that kept popping into my head. It was almost like a domino effect, 
uh, I couldn't stop writing the list, I remember. And I, with each point, I became so excited about what I was writing down that I noticed my, my sort of, uh, my, uh, my mood lifting and becoming very lighthearted and also very excited and expectant, right? Because now I was looking forward to this. It's like I was making an or putting in an order to Santa Claus, you know, bring me my girlfriend and here's what, what she should be like. And here's what she's into uh, in the bedroom. Even that don't hold back. Don't hold back. Whatever you want, Put it down, put it down, put it down. Be as detailed. Remember, you're the only one who's going to read this thing, all right? You and God, you and the universe, all right? You and your higher self. You're the only ones that know what's on that list. So don't hold back. There is no judgment. Just put it all down, all right? And then go back through it. When you're finally done, go back through it. And then sort of look, you know, try to eliminate kind of the... Um, the parts of the list that aren't as important as others. So try to identify the most important parts of the list, all right? So you can keep moving down. You don't have to do that physically. You don't have to cross anything off the list, but linger on the items that excite you the most, right? Because that's a clue to you right there that your emotional guidance system is telling you in that moment, this is what you really want. So you're becoming clear, you're gaining clarity, and that's the purpose of this exercise. And then of course, the idea is to read that list every day. All right, read it in the morning when you get up, read it at night before you go to bed and try to really evoke the same kind of feelings on each of the points on the list that you were able to evoke when you uh, made the list, because that's the important part of this affirmations. And I always say this, and I know other teachers say this a lot, <clears throat> that affirmations and repeating things and making lists in and of itself, the activity in and of itself is not what helps you create more efficiently in your life, manifest more efficiently in your life, but rather it's the feeling that you associate with those activities, with the, a manifestation, with a, uh, an affirmation. You have to be able to invoke very excited feelings, right? Very, very strong emotions, positive emotions around that thing, that affirmation or that item on your list. So you gotta, you really want to recapture that feeling and you want to milk that feeling right? Because that, that's going to reinforce that to your subconscious mind. This is what I really want. This is what I really want, right? And you're becoming detailed about it. So you're putting the focus into all the details of the thing that you want, all the details of your desired outcome, just like you did with, the, you might do with a quarter exercise, right? You're looking at every aspect of a quarter, its weight, its shape, its feeling in your hand, you know, the sound it makes when you drop it on the ground, that kind of thing, okay? This is what creates clarity for you. And you, you really can't move ahead with, with any of this stuff in, in the direction of what you want without having that clarity. And sometimes if you don't go about doing these kinds of exercises and doing the work to gain clarity, the universe will sort of keep giving you instances and partners and things that, that seem to get close but never quite are because it's trying to help you to figure it out and gain clarity. So there's, a, there's an easy way to gain clarity and there's a much harder, less efficient way to gain clarity, right? So do yourself the favor, make the list, all right? Um, but back to my story, and this is an interesting, this is an interesting one because I made the list, I got very excited about it, and I think I read it for about a week, maybe two weeks. But see, it was starting to become like a chore to do it. And other things in my life were popping up. And among them was that I was meeting a lot more women. And I was going out a lot more. 
because I was now focused on dating and, and I wanted this. So I was, you know, meeting women and approaching them. And I had more confidence because I was clear about what I wanted. So I was going and having a lot of fun. And after a while, I thought, well, this is interesting. I'm just dating right now. I'm just having fun. I'm actually sort of satisfying this need in my life, this area of my life right now. And uh, I kind of forgot about the list. <laughs> I forgot about the list. And, uh, and, I, and I just ended up having a lot of fun. And, and then that summer, I went abroad for about a month or two. So I wasn't thinking about the list at all and any of that stuff. And I was having a lot of fun over there. And then I came back. I came back in the late summer, early fall of that year. And, uh, you know, I uh, think within the first week or two of, uh, of being back, I... Uh, fell into a relationship with with somebody and it was an incredible relationship and it happened so effortlessly so easily so smoothly it, it seemed like all the doors were open and everything was set up for us to come together in this very specific way right and and we had an incredible romance uh and you know it was about in the middle of that i think about a month or two later that I was cleaning up around my house and I have that my desk area and I, you know when you're kind of cleaning and you take a break because you're finding old things you know if I oh look at this photograph or things you haven't seen and they've been in a drawer or something like that so I wasn't just cleaning but I was organizing and throwing out things and finding things I hadn't found in a bunch of years hadn't seen in a bunch of years and and I found this journal and I thought oh look at this journal I remember writing in this journal you know, in the earlier part of the year, and I had sort of just let the journal kind of slide. And so I sat down for a minute, I took a little break, and I kind of paged through it. And uh, lo and behold, there's this list that I had written. And, you know, when I first saw it, I thought, what the hell is this? I mean, I had really forgotten completely about it. And as I'm reading it, I go, oh, yes, I remember this list. <laughs> this ridiculous list was my first uh, was my first uh, response to it you know I sort of chuckled to myself I thought oh god I remember this thing well, let's read it all right let's see what I wrote down and I was sort of like you know very uh, not taking it too seriously and kind of laughing at myself a little bit but as I'm reading it you know my my reaction my initial reaction starts to fade and I I start to get I remember I started to feel kind of weird and I started to get goosebumps because as I'm reading down this list I'm realizing it's hitting me you know like a I don't know like a it's hitting me like a baseball bat in the head that I'm living that very relationship in that very moment I'm living that very relationship and I mean you know, all the points, and I don't remember how many points were on the list, but a lot. But I think on average, if I would say like nine out of ten of the things on that list were, were exactly, had exactly come to pass with this person I was dating. From the way she looked, from what, what uh, her smile, I remember that was important. Um, our activities together and going to restaurants. She, she was not just a, a great cook. But she was a baker, and she worked in a bakery, and she would bring me pastries that she would create, you know, just just uh, out of the goodness of her heart because she uh, she cared about me so much. So 
you know, and, and everything that she, she was into in the bedroom that I was into, and everything was a perfect match to this list I had made. And here I was in the relationship, and I'd completely even forgotten, just completely, totally forgotten about that list. And I was flabbergasted because I had been really, you know, I had an on and off relationship with this whole law of attraction thing, but that was the really the one of the first, really first kind of moments I remember where it hit me that this stuff works. And there was no longer any doubt in my mind about that. Because here was the evidence. I was living it. I was living the evidence. So, you know, I thought about this. I said, well, why did this work? Right? I wanna I wanna deconstruct this and see what happened and i remember you know the 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 thing that i came up with uh was that i i had gained the focus i was very clear about what i wanted i had put the emotion into it the excitement into it and then i had let go i went about and had fun i lived my life and i completely forgot about the list which meant i had no resistance to what was on the list i had i wasn't blocking it in other words i wasn't when i wasn't too desperate about it i didn't keep looking around for it where is it where is it where is it i completely put it out of my mind now it was almost a natural thing that happened because i kind of became bored with reading it and i wanted to just go have fun and go on dates and then go travel and then do this stuff and then the moment i come back boom everything had been set up for me because i had let go i had stepped away from it and i had let the universe know what i wanted in no uncertain terms put the energy into it the emotion into it and then let it go and walked away and basically said it's your job now manifest this for me i'm going to be over here having a good time so you let me know tap me on the shoulder when it's ready okay <laughs> right i mean that's precisely how it unfolded and in it was it seemed magical but really what it was it was effortless it was it was just so matter of fact it was exactly as matter of fact as as it was for me to find all those quarters years ago when i did that little experiment with the quarters it wasn't a big deal i wasn't walking around oh i wonder if i'm going to find quarters how many quarters am i going to find today where are my quarters why aren't they here yet i don't see any quarters this doesn't work this is bullshit right i wasn't doing any of that i was just doing the focus, doing the visualizing, and then going about my day. And suddenly quarters are everywhere. Same with this. And you see Abraham Hicks always says this. Uh, to the universe, manifesting a button in a castle is the same thing. It's all the same energy. So whenever you have this big thing in your mind that, that somehow a relationship or a lottery win uh, is somehow bigger, more important, more difficult than, a, than manifesting a quarter or a cup of coffee... It's simply not true. If that's what you believe about it, then that's what you're going to get. It begins with you and your belief, right? So this is a very, so that's why uh, I wanted to talk about lists today. This is a very, very important aspect of manifesting, one that must not be overlooked. And clarity, you know, maybe you're not a list maker. doesn't matter. Make the list anyway. But use it for the purposes of gaining clarity, putting an emotion into it, and think of it as putting in an order, on Amazon or or a food order at a restaurant, right? You're you're gonna just wait for your food to arrive. You're gonna wait for your order to arrive. But you're but you're gonna be specific about it. Hey, you look at a menu and you go, oh, that steak, that sounds good. Oh, I want that with the uh, mushrooms or the fried onions. Oh, that sounds amazing, right? So you want to get excited about your meal that's gonna come, your item that's gonna come, 
right? You're excited about it. You're looking forward to it. But it's not occupying every single uh, moment of your day. You're not, oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? We know. We know this to be true. Those of us who practice this, whether we're sort of beginners or intermediate or more advanced with this stuff, we understand it. We understand this to be true, at least intellectually. And with anything in life that if you push and you're impatient about something, it seems to take longer, right? You're at a doctor's office. When am I going to, when are they going to call me? And it feels like you've been there three hours and maybe it's only 20 minutes you've waited, right? But it feels longer. That's why we can also say from that perspective that it, it re time really is subjective, right? It is completely subjective, but that's for another episode. Um, but the point I'm trying to drive home here, and you're going to see this in the uh, email that I'm going to do in the next part, that I'm going to read in the next part when I grab, when I reach into the mailbag, is that uh, it's so important to gain clarity and focus on what you want. And it's equally as important to then just let it drift off and let the process unfold and not interfere with the process. Because, you know, your ego mind, your monkey mind is going to want to solve this on its own because it's used to doing that and it's been told ever since it, it was a little monkey mind that this is how you do things in life right everybody told you this you got to solve your problems you got to get really under a problem you really got to pursue pursue push 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 a goal no here we a bunch of clowns come along and say no wait a minute no there's this thing called law of attraction there's this thing called manifesting and actually how things work in this universe is if you let something go it comes faster and it comes right at the moment when you least expect it, but you got to be clear about what it is you want, right? That's the major, major part of that formula. You have to be clear. So clarity is extremely important. So list making is, I can't stress enough how important making a list is, right? So do it, practice it, and don't think about if I'm doing it right or I'm not doing it right. There's really only a couple elements to keep in mind. Be as detailed as possible, down to the very last detail. Be excited about everything you put on the list, right? Have positive anticipation about it. Get really, get giddy like a little kid, right? Making a wish list to Santa, something you really want. If it's something that doesn't strike your fan, if, if you don't feel that, then it's not, leave it off the list. It's not something you really want. Maybe it's something you think you should want. Often we get that confused, and which is why it's so important to really put emotions behind something or to really look for the emotions behind something that we desire, right? If it's not there, maybe it's not really your desire. So get very, very, very clear about that, what you want, and make sure you, you have those feelings, you have those emotions, that excited feeling tied to it. And, uh, and get down to every little detail, right? I made a joke in one of my YouTube videos <laughs> or I misspoke. And I said, you know, if you like the shape of their teeth, put it down. I, she's got to have the shape. These, her teeth should be this shape. <laughs> Some people made fun of me uh, about that. And it seems to have become somewhat of a running joke, but, but yeah, sure. Yeah. Yes. If, if the shape of their teeth is important to you, write it down for God's sakes. Nothing is too silly. As long as it excites you, as long as it, you know, gets those butterflies going in your stomach, you want to put it on there. Okay, and then yes, you do want to read it regularly, but only, only if you can still get those excited feelings about it. And if you don't, don't be afraid to just stop doing that. Don't think that if I stop reading my list, then it's not going to happen. No, 
it's going to happen. In fact, the moment you write the list and the moment you put that excited energy into each point, it's already happened. It's already being been created in that moment on the, uh, on the, in the quantum field, if you will. It's already there. Now you just have to sort of plug into it. You have to make yourself aware of it. And the way you do that is by letting go, letting go, letting go, right? And I know that is the toughest part, especially if it's something you really want. You want this person back. You want this, you want a relationship. Um, and by the way, this also uh, is true for people who wanted to manifest specific people. If you have someone specific in mind, also make a list. Make the list about your perfect relationship, though. Right? Make the list about what you're going to do together. Are you going to live together? What kind of house are you going to live in? Uh, what kind of jobs do you have? What kind of children are you going to have? You know, how many children? Uh, what kind of children? How many children? What are they going to look like? Uh, boy and a girl, two boys, two girls, yada, yada, yada. Right? So you can make lists too and be very detailed. And that's actually great because if you're dealing with some somebody like an ex, all right, an ex-girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, whatever, um, making a list about your new relationship that you're not creating with them. Because remember, you don't want to focus on the old relationship, but you focus on the new relationship that you want to create. Then that takes your mind off the old shit, right? Because the old, the resistance often with the resistance with uh, manifesting back exes, usually the, the biggest bit of resistance is that you're still angry at them. You're still, I don't know, upset about what happened. You're dwelling on the past or you're trying to fix the past. You got to stop all that stuff. So by making a list and focusing, really sitting down and focusing on the relationship you are now going to create with them, that forces you to focus on the future and on better future outcomes and take your focus off of the past, which also means less resistance. Okay. So I hope I've covered in this first part, why, why making lists is so very, very important. Um, and I'm going to be back in a minute here to, uh, look at an email that's, that actually, uh, that actually really ties into this and relates to this topic. And you're going to see what this person did and we're going to I'm going to pick it apart a little bit and so that will drive that the points I've made in this first part uh drive it even further home is that what I'm trying to say I don't know what I'm trying to say sometimes I get ahead of myself because my brain seems to move faster than my mouth or is it the other way around I'm not sure <laughs> but anyway uh thanks for listening so far I am Tarkon and I will be right back As promised, we are here in the second part of this episode with a viewer email. And I love this one. Um, I, I kind of chuckled, not to make fun of the person, but I kind of chuckled when I read it because uh, I'm gonna, I said he in the first part. I think it's a woman. I, I, I'll be honest with you. It's a foreign sounding name and I can't be sure if it's a male or a female name. I'm just going to assume it's a woman. At this point, so I messed up in the first part. I said he a bunch of times, but um, I believe it's a woman. So, for the purposes of of this podcast, um, we'll just call call her a she. We'll just refer to her as a, her as a woman. Um, she kind of answered her own question in the first part of the email, uh, and then uh, asked me the question that she had already answered for herself. So, but it's an interesting email because it really uh, is a good example 
and a good demonstration of what I was talking about earlier. It's also a good demonstration of how you can sort of lose your focus. And then, you know, if you still have resistance going on, things can suddenly go south, uh, even though you so successfully manifested what you wanted. Um, but uh, it, it's an interesting one, and I think for everyone listening out there, you've probably been in a similar situation if you have made lists about your desire with great success, uh, as I have, um, then maybe you can relate to this a little bit. Um, or if you've done that and you're wondering what's going on, maybe this will kind of shed some light on your situation as well and give you some clarity about what's happening in your situation. But um, I'm going to just jump right into it. Um, and she writes, <clears throat> I made a list of all the qualities I wanted in a man entitled and I titled it My True Love. Besides that, I did visualization and I pictured in my mind someone tall with green eyes, blonde, and English. Now she means English as in British. Days passed and my mind sometimes was telling me it's impossible. You live so far away. A British boy, really? But I was stronger than that voice. Good. And I repeated to myself, he is seeking me as well. I remember I started every day to repeat this quote, my boyfriend is English, my boyfriend is English, pretending I was telling my family and friends. Now, this is great, all right? Just right in the first paragraph, you already have quite a bit of focus and quite a bit of clarity on what you want. And I always say this, if you already have that going on, that's half the battle, if not even most of the battle. Really, that's all that you need to do at this point. You're... You want somebody who's tall, somebody with green eyes, someone who's blonde, and someone who's English. I mean, how much more specific than that can you get, really? Um, they have to be English. I love it. So <clears throat> you had this amazing clarity. You repeated it. You repeated what you wanted. And you repeated these affirmations. He's looking for me as well. You visualized telling your friends and family about it. So you went to the end, right? And we talk about this a lot too. Go to the end result. Go to the, assume the thing already accomplished, like Neville Goddard says. And I'm, I'm actually slaughtering that quote. But uh, I'm paraphrasing. But it's, you know, that's, that's the essence of it. Uh, assume the thing already completed. And uh, so, you know, you're, at this point, really, you're done right? You're finished because you've got the clarity. You've got emotions about it. You're excited about it. And you're visualizing about the end result. In other words, when you visualize telling your friends and family about it with the excitement, you evoke the feeling in your visualization of the thing already being completed. It assumes the thing being completed. And this is actually a very good point And that's important for everyone to get here because when you go into your visualization. You want to create a scene that you are a part of. You're not watching yourself on a movie screen. You're part of the scene. You're in the scene, so you're feeling the scene. And to make it as real for yourself as possible, you want to imagine what the scene smells like, what are the sounds like, what's the weather like, all that stuff, if you can make it as detailed as possible and really evoke those emotions and really evoke a sense of it being real in your mind's eye then you're going to be very successful with that visualization. Um, but you want to create a scene in your mind's eye 
where the thing is already finished. This is perfect. And this is very Neville Goddard. I'm going to talk about Neville Goddard in future episodes of this podcast and also future uh, videos on the YouTube channel um, because, you know, Neville Goddard's techniques are very, very, very great, very amazing and wonderful. And um, I think it's, it's a good thing to discuss. But in this particular case, so you, you've really, you want to get to a point where it's already done. So create a scene that suggests to you that the thing is already done. So go, going to the end in this case, uh, what you did was perfect, right? Telling your friends and family that, hey, I found this amazing British boyfriend. Let me tell you about him is assuming the thing is done. You're already in a relationship with this, with this guy. And um, he's everything that you wanted. So you've already manifested everything that you wanted. And now you're excitedly telling your friends and family about it. Perfect, 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 right? So, anyway, she continues. A friend told me to download Tinder one day. That's a dating app for those of you who don't know, and I don't know why you wouldn't unless you've been living under a rock, but maybe you are. <laughs> uh, Tinder is a dating app. So a friend told me to download Tinder one day, but the app only shows in that time people from my city so thinking about I want an English boyfriend, I deleted it then. So I think what she means is that um, because the app only showed people from her immediate area and she's nowhere near England, she assumed it wouldn't be an English potential boyfriend, an English boy uh, nearby that would use the app that she could match with. Now, here you go. So we're introducing uh, resistance, aren't we, a little bit? So you've, you've, uh, you know, you, you, you really set out on a good path, on the correct path here, and then now we're starting to have doubts creep in a little bit. Well, I downloaded this Tinder app, but how am I going to find an English boy in my city? Well, why wouldn't you? I mean, English people travel, so, and I don't know where you are in the world, but um, I assume that you're far enough away from England for you to think that it would be impossible for you to match with an English boy on, on Tinder in your local area. But again, now this is what tends to happen. We, we can make these lists. We can gain clarity on things. We can successfully uh, go to the end and visualize the end result and with a lot of emotion. But then almost immediately, we, we, you know, those doubts start to creep in. And if we give them airtime... Sometimes what can happen is that you you'll slow down the process because now you're interfering with the process. Now you're putting energy towards the opposite of what you want. So in this case, oh, you know, you may well very well have met an English boy and maybe your friend was the catalyst that the universe was using to kind of draw your attention to this app. Maybe it sounds like you'd never used it before. Maybe you'd never even heard of it before. So but then Instead of you allowing that to be the vehicle towards finding your perfect English boyfriend, instead you introduced resistance, thinking, well, there must not be one nearby. Why would an English boy be nearby where I live in my local area? So things like that, can, it doesn't stop your manifestation. Remember what I said before in the first part of this episode. The moment you are able to visualize it, the moment you're able to even make a list, evoke feelings about it, in that moment, the thing you want is done. It's created. It's, it exists in a quantum field of possibilities. And all you have to do is plug into it. All you have to do is align with it. And the way you do that, oftentimes what you do at this point is you back off. Because if you're starting to notice doubts creeping in, 
You don't want to entertain those doubts. You don't want to give them airtime, right? You want to just acknowledge them. They're there. You know where the doubts are. It's only there really to show you where you still have some roadblocks going on, where you still have some resistance going on so that you can then move past that, right? Very quickly and efficiently. But if you sit and give it airtime and you suddenly cancel out this event that might be about to take place where you will match with an English boyfriend on Tinder, well, then guess what? It's going to cancel out that event. It does not stop your manifestation because, remember, you've already manifested it at this point. It's already created. But you will slow yourself down, right? <clears throat> Very important point to remember. So she continues. Four months pass, and I tried again with Tinder. At that moment, now listen to this. Listen to this. At that moment, I let go of the idea of a British boyfriend. It was stupid, I thought. Now notice that she didn't say, I let go of the idea of a British boyfriend because I didn't believe that I could get a British boyfriend or I could attract a British boyfriend. I just thought it was silly. I thought it was a stupid idea. Now that's, you know, we're getting into some tricky territory here. Is that resistance and is that blockage? Now I'm going to argue that it's not. I think if blockage and resistance in this case, if she had said, I'm letting go of the idea because I didn't think it could ever happen. I didn't think that the British part would ever happen. And therefore I just gave up on that. She didn't give up on it. She, she thought of it as silly. She thought of it as silly and therefore it became less important to her. Right. And this is another big important point here I want to make because, and I talk about this a lot too, you have to stop taking the thing so seriously. Right. Oh God, I want a British boyfriend. Why do I want a, why does he have to be British? Right. Now that's not saying that you give up on the idea of having a British boyfriend. Maybe you still want a British boyfriend, but if you're able to sort of shrug it off and kind of laugh at yourself a little bit and laugh at the situation a little bit, that's not resistance. That's actually releasing resistance because you're able to kind of chuckle a little bit. You're able to kind of see yourself as being a little bit goofy, right? Oh, British. I have to be a British boyfriend. I'm obsessed with the idea of being him being British, right? And And so you're not saying... Oh, God, I'm never going to meet a British boyfriend. It's over. It's never going to happen. You're saying, oh, God, yeah, I want a British boyfriend. How goofy. How goofy. I'll, why, don't I just, why don't I just let go of that idea? Now, she didn't say give up on the idea. She said let go of the idea of a British boyfriend. So she'd made that part not so important. It didn't mean that she didn't want that anymore. And it didn't even mean that she said, I don't... I, it's never going to happen. I don't believe it's ever going to happen. She just said, I'm going to treat it as a silly side detail. It's not so important that he be British. So I'm letting go of that idea. Isn't it silly? Isn't it stupid? But, stupid. but I still want that. I'd still like him to be British, but eh, it's, it's goofy. It's not that important. So then that opens the door because that's moving the opposite direction. Now she's not taking herself so seriously. Right? She's not taking the whole thing so seriously. So she says, when I opened when I opened the app, I think she means when she opened the app, again, after four months, there was a text from a man. He wrote perfectly in my language. I don't know what your language is, but uh, I assume it wasn't English. And then he said, I'm English. I live in England. <laughs> now get this. 
get this, the moment she lets go of the idea, right, of him being British, she lets go, she doesn't give up on it, she thinks it's goofy, she doesn't take it so seriously anymore, boom, boom, the universe delivers her someone who's English, and not only someone who's English, but someone who lives in England. Now, remember, four months before, she had given up on the Tinder app because she had assumed that she would never meet someone British through the app because there wouldn't be anyone in the area who's British, or the app was only finding her matches in her area. But here's somebody who actually lives in England. Now, I don't know. See... Here's, it goes on because she says, so yes, in the craziest and quickest way it happened. Absolutely. See how this happens? See how this happens? You were focused on what you wanted. You visualized it. You were excited about it. You went to the end result in your mind. Then you had some resistance to it, right? The universe manifested a friend telling you about a Tinder app. And probably it's the same guy that they had lined up for you in the first time, the first time you downloaded it, but you you kind of put a wrench in that. You kind of slowed it down by saying, ah, I want an English boyfriend and I'm not finding one, so I'm going to get rid of the app. And four months later, you'd let go of that idea. You thought it's silly. You let go of taking it so seriously. You said, I want a British boyfriend, but it doesn't have to be a British guy. Let's try it again. And boom, it lines it up for you. All right? So yes, in the craziest and quickest way it happened. Look at that. Amazing. All right? Don't discount this stuff. This is how it works, folks. This is how it, I love this email for this reason because it so perfectly demonstrates what I'm talking about and how this stuff works. You get to see a real case here, a real scenario here, how this, you can apply this and how it can play out in your life, right? So, I laughed, she says, <laughs> because the universe is so smart. You know what? The universe is not smart. You're smart. The universe is only able to react to your energy. It's only able to match you with things that match your energy. You're the source of it. You're the smart one because you became clear about what you wanted. You gave the details and you gave those details energy and vibration and the universe picked up on it. It's just a, it's just a, it's like a microphone that I'm speaking into, right? It's just picking up your voice. It's just picking up your energy. So you're the smart one. We're the smart ones. The universe is just there to... To respond, it only responds. It's a mirror. It's a giant mirror, right? You're the one that feeds the mirror image. You're the one that determines what the mirror reflects back to you. So, then you laughed. You laughed because you thought, holy cow, this stuff works. Uh, look at this. It happened, she writes. He was traveling near my city. And someone told him to use that app at the same, same time I was using the app. I used it for a week only, she said. Isn't that interesting? So you have this, <laughs> not only is the universe working on you and getting you in, into the right circumstance, in the right place at the right time, but they already have the guy lined up for you. They probably already had it lined up for you, had him lined up for you from the very beginning, and they're moving him around to try to get you, him into your vicinity and you into his vicinity. And it, all it took was for you and probably him, because like you said, in the earlier part of your email, he's looking for me as well. That's right. He probably was. He was probably looking for someone exactly like you. So the universe picks that up. It can see his energy, his vibration, your energy, your vibration. It can say these two are perfect for each other. They're a perfect match to what they want. 
right now in this moment, boom, let's facilitate some events. Let's have a, a friend tell her to use an app. Let's have a friend tell him to use the app. Let's get them together on this app because they're both on this app, yada, yada, yada. He happens to be visiting in her city, even though he lives in England, but he's from England. That's what she wants. And boom, there you go. There you go. There's a text, all right? <laughs> I love this one, folks. I love this one. Anyway, so now things fall apart a little bit, and you'll see that because the email continues. Uh, of course, we continue talking. He came to my country again to meet me. We fell in love, and I said to myself, it's him. He is in my list, 100%. He is my true love. Then I met his family. I went to England, and my mind started to think, this is too good to be true. Is this it, universe? So quickly, so easily. How are you going to do this with the distance, the money? Studying a difficult career right now. What if he cheats on you? He is so far away. What if you meet somebody else, etc., 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 full of negativity? And then in two weeks, boom, everything was gone. And I broke up with him because the fear of the law of attraction, not the fear of the law of attraction, the fear of things going sideways that you brought into the situation, your resistance was still there. He got upset two months later, posting pictures with his new girlfriend. I ended up in hospital with nerve attacks and medication. He was my first boyfriend, my first love. All right. So listen, so this is... This goes back to a point I made earlier on in the email where I said, you know, we, we just because we gain clarity and we're able to manifest very specifically and very efficiently that way does not mean that we still don't have resistance to deal with. So we do often bring our resistance into a very magical kind of manifestation, right? Boom, we made it happen. Look at this. And then immediately the doubts and the fears and the insecurities that we already had going in come back to the surface because we haven't really dealt with those right so they have they come back to the forefront and suddenly just as easily as she manifested this relationship she manifested a breakup and him dating somebody else and becoming physically ill over it and so stressed out that she ended up in the hospital so what happened, right? Well, that's precisely what happened. It's so important to continue to work on yourself even throughout the manifestation. And, and so many times this is what happens is people will manifest money, a windfall. People will manifest a relationship very easily. And this often happens when you first discover the law of attraction. You first start reading about it. You become very excited about its possibilities in your life. And you become very focused. And you do all the processes that you read about. And boom, it happens. And you go, oh my God, holy shit, I can't believe it. Look at this. It's amazing. But you didn't go much deeper than that. Because as you change and grow and evolve, and as you become more aware of your powers of manifestation you have a heightened awareness of your ability to manifest in your life you will begin to have to go through a process of change in order to complete that change or in order to get closer to the new version of you you have to sort of deal with the old stuff 
that you have always dealt with, your insecurities, your old doubts, your old fears, your programming around yourself, around relationships, right? And this stuff isn't there to punish you. It didn't fall apart because you're a bad person and you thought a bad thought one day and suddenly everything went in the toilet. <clears throat> That's not what it is. Um, this is a very good example from Abraham Hicks, and this is something I heard in one of their seminars, which was that, you know, I think the question from the person at the time was, you know, I started meditating, and I felt better meditating regularly, and then suddenly I felt worse. It seemed like after a week or two of meditating and doing it well, suddenly I was more anxious, I was more frightful, I was more insecure. I don't know what's going on, what happened, what did I do wrong? And Abraham's answer to them was very simply that when you're operating your whole life from the default mode of being in a sort of a low vibration and a negative mindset about things in your life and about yourself, it's default, it's common. You don't, you don't really notice it because it's how you're always operating. But now you've introduced something new, a new element, an understanding of your power, and now you're introducing... Uh, an activity or a new way of thinking into your life and into your mind that is causing you to raise your vibration. It's causing you to actually have more belief in yourself, more confidence to manifest things that you really wanted, right? And saying, oh my God, look at this. It works. Look how powerful I am. Look at what I've been able to do. And what happens now is that all the negative emotions didn't go away. You're still operating on that old programming, it's just standing out more for you now because it's no longer your default mode. It now stands out like a sore thumb, and therefore, <clears throat> you become more aware of it. You're hyper-aware of it, right? And so, therefore, and this is, I think, what's happening with this young woman here. She got into the law of attraction. She did everything perfectly, and she got excited about it. She made a list. She became focused. She went to the end. She uh, was in the right place at the right time. She manifested this relationship. But because she was now operating from a new level of awareness about herself, that old programming kind of has to rear its ugly head to be dealt with, and it stands out like a sore thumb. So she almost kind of went, did a 180, and went in the other opposite direction and back to being insecure, back to the old way of doing things because it's still a habit, right? So <clears throat> oftentimes what happens is that we'll do everything well, we'll manifest something amazing, and then we kind of give up on the processes too, right? And if you do that, then the old kind of stuff bubbles back to the surface. It has to bubble back to the surface for you to deal with it and get past it so that you can go on and create more great stuff or make the relationship even more amazing, grow even closer to this person. So then what happens instead, though, is that because you're now, you haven't dealt with those insecurities, and this comes back to self-love, and I talk about this a lot, because you can manifest somebody amazing into your life, but if you haven't dealt with that part of yourself that still doubts yourself, that still doesn't love yourself enough, that will come to the forefront, that will come up for you in your new relationship or whatever it is that you've manifested. This is why people can win the lottery and, or have a windfall, and then a year or two later, they're broke again. Because they never dealt with their relationship to money, their deep-rooted relationship to money. The blockages that are so deep that they've operating, been operating on for so long in their lives, that that's still almost the default mode. So they can manifest something amazing, but it doesn't last. Right? Because they didn't address the issues, the issues of worthlessness, right? Self-doubt, 
lack of self-love and self-appreciation. So those things are very important. I'm going to do a whole episode about that and methods, uh, including including the mirror technique, and you can Google that, but I'm going to talk about that in a future episode because it's so, so very important, especially when we're talking about manifesting relationships with other people. You have to come at it from a place of loving yourself first and working on yourself first. And, and it's fine if you manifest somebody and you still haven't done that, but you don't stop doing that, even if you're in the new relationship. You want to keep working on yourself, right? So oftentimes this is kind of where we drop the ball. And it's not a, a blame game. She didn't do anything wrong. Nothing actually went wrong. What happened was that she was made hyper aware through this now negative manifestation of, of, of a breakup of what was still kind of sticking in her vibrational crawl a little bit about herself and about relationships. So she still has a lot of these doubts going on, right? <clears throat> so anyway, I, and I hope uh, I was able to, to explain that clearly enough. Um, but the self-love is very important. Working on your doubts is very important. You do that throughout, throughout your, whatever you're living through. You manifest a great relationship. Don't stop working on yourself because you're in the relationship now, right? So she continues, now, Almost four years have passed. I feel better, but my question is, how can I do another list and visualize another man if deep down in my heart I want him back? Well, listen, and here's why I kind of chuckled when I first read this, because you already know. Uh, if you want me to tell you how to do this, I don't have to tell you how to do this. Go back to your own email to the very top couple of paragraphs, and there's your answer. <laughs> I made a list of all the qualities I wanted in a man, and I titled it My True Love. Besides that, I did visualization and pictured it in my mind. So, you want him back. You want him back, so you make a list of this relationship. Make a list of all the qualities of the relationship that you want with him now. If this is the person you want to have manifest a new relationship with, and remember, you don't want the old relationship back. You want a new relationship with the same person. So, make a list of that relationship. That's where you go to. You make that list. What do you guys do together? Where do you live? Do you live in England? Does he live in your country? Do you travel back and forth? Are you both uh, wealthy? Are you, do you have good jobs that allow you to travel back and forth? Uh, what do you do together? Do you like to go to restaurants? Do you like to go dancing? Do you like to just walk on the beach or go swimming? Do you like to travel together, explore new places? Are you married? Are you just living together? Do you have children? Do you want children? Right? What do you do on a normal day? Normal every day. What do you do? You sit around in your pajamas together and watch movies? Eat popcorn? Do you, uh, you know, whatever. Do you paint the garage together? Do you, uh, you know, do you live in a house or an apartment? Do you have a yard? Maybe you do yard work together. Maybe you both like to take the dog out. Maybe, you know, whatever it is, you become just as detailed about that as you were about him and what you wanted in the first place. And this is true for everything. So make your list about the relationship. Now that you know the person that you want to be with, make it about the relationship. Okay? Be as specific as you, as you can be. All right? And then just like you said... He is seeking me as well. Well, this relationship, this new relationship, also wants wants you as well. So just continue to assume that. What you want is wanting you, is seeking you as well. And then uh, pretending, telling your friends and family. P 
precisely. Go back into that visualization. Just tweak it a little bit and say, hey, guess what happened? He called me. He texted me. We're going out next week. It's amazing. Or, hey, we've been going out. We've been seeing each other again. I haven't told you guys yet, but it's amazing. We had such a great time. We've been having such an amazing time. He told me he loved me. Or just go to a visualization where you're actually just in the relationship. Hey, maybe it's been a couple of years, and now you don't even worry about getting him back because you got him back right? Go to the end result. Just like you did there in your visualization, go to the end. Make your list of your perfect relationship, your perfect future life together, and then visualize it from that point of view, from that perspective, being in it. Visualize a scene where you're just whatever, buying a dog together. Visualize a scene where you're just doing something in one room and he's doing something in another room and you're both having fun doing what you're doing, but you're within dancing distance of each other and you're just having a normal, everyday domestic day together, right? You live together. Visualize that. Visualize telling your girlfriends or your friends and family about him. Whatever it is that evokes those feelings for you again, that's what you want to go for. That's what you want to focus on. And then remember the other part of the formula, and you already did this, so you know it. You know it. Let go of the outcome. And the way you do that is not, it's not giving up on what you want. It's letting go. That means you don't worry about it. You don't wonder where it is. You certainly don't write, write emails to goofballs like me <laughs> saying, how can I do the thing that I already know how to do? Right? So... I'm making fun of you a little bit there. I'm just teasing you a little bit. Thank you for writing because it's a great email and I love it. So I'm just kidding about that part. But actually, there's some truth to it. You want to let go. You want to stop asking those questions. How can I make another list? Make another list. Make another list. Now, you said something here. You said, how do I make another list and visualize another man if deep down in my heart I want him back? So it sounds to me like really what you're struggling with here is that you want, you don't believe that you can have him back. So therefore, you want to make a list to manifest a brand new man. But it sounds like what you really want is for him to be back. So let's just clear that up right now, okay? <clears throat> you want him back. Clearly, you want him back. You don't want another man. And you're not allowing yourself to believe that you can have him back, just like you weren't allowing yourself initially to believe that you could find a British boy in your area through this Tinder app. And then what happened? You did. Right? So, um, but then and just as you allowed yourself to believe that it was too good to be true, then the universe came and proved to you, yes, you're right. It was too good to be true. There you go. It's always going to agree with what you say and what you're feeling and what you put the most emotion into. It's always going to agree with you. That's why I say the universe is not smart. It's pretty stupid, actually. The universe is pretty dumb. It's, only, it's like a little dog that you tell it to sit or stand or roll over. It's going to do that, right? It's like if it's a mirror. You stand in front of a mirror and you smile at it. It's going to smile back at you. If you frown, it's going to frown back at you. It's always going to agree with what you're feeling to be most true in your heart and in your vibration. All right? So if you think you can't have him back, then that's you're going to perpetuate a situation where you can't manifest him back. If you're trying to do another list so you can attract another man because even though you don't really want another man, but you really want him, but you don't believe you can have him back, then stop doing that right now. Make a list about your relationship with this man that you want back your new relationship with this man that you want back and start believing that again you can absolutely manifest 
another relationship with the same man. Of course you can. So again, get clear. Clearly what you want from what I'm reading here, what you want is to have him back, not a whole other man. Allow yourself that, okay? Allow yourself to believe that. You can have whatever you want. When we say that, we mean it. But you have to get yourself back to a point where you believe it, right? So, and that's going to, uh, by the way, I'm going to add this because here's the two things between manifesting somebody brand new that you've never met before. You don't have a history with that person. So there's really very little resistance with that person specifically. Now you're switching into a mode of manifesting back an ex, somebody you already have a history with and some of that history being negative right and this may be for another podcast episode for another video but uh, i'm going to say briefly on this it can seem more difficult because you obviously going to have more resistance about that because you're focusing on all the things that went wrong in the relationship in the past all right that's why it can seem more difficult to attract somebody back than it is to attract somebody brand new that you don't you haven't met yet and that you have no history with right so that's something to be aware of and you want to really stop focusing on the past relationship and you want to in your visualization and in your list you want to really make that list about your new relationship with this person and completely forget about whatever happened before because if you bring that into the new relationship guess what's going to happen those same themes will come up again and you'll have trouble again so Make it brand new. Visualize, uh, do a visualization where you've forgiven each other, right? And it's all, it's all just make it as goofy as he needs to be from England, all right? Just make it goofy. Sometimes the best way, even a good visualization about a problem, if something is really big in your mind, you want to imagine it shrinking down to the size of a pea in the palm of your hand, and you kind of laugh about it. You kind of laugh at it what was so big in your mind is now shrunk to the size of a pea in your hand. It seems stupid, doesn't it? So that's a, a good way to visualize it. If you're having trouble letting go of the past and past uh, problems related to this, to this person, the old relationship, then um, that's a good technique as well. So try that one out. But really, in essence, and I'm going to just say this uh, in conclusion, because you already know how to do this and you've done it already. So don't ever, ever, ever doubt that you can do this. You've already proven it to yourself. You've proven to yourself that you can manifest a relationship that you want. You've also proven to yourself that you can unmanifest the same relationship. And now you're going to show yourself that you can manifest a new relationship with the same person. You're going to do it. Just do all the things you did before. Let go of the old relationship. Stop focusing on what went wrong. Visualize the new one. Get clear about the new relationship. What's that going to be like? Visualize telling your friends and family about it. Visualize a day, a few years in the future where you've already been back together for a couple of years. And what does, it, what does an average day look like that you two spend together? Right? All that kind of stuff. Just the same as before. Become as detailed, as detailed as possible about it. Okay? So, <clears throat> wow, I guess this turned out to be another long one, maybe. Um... Thank you so much for that email. And I know you wrote that back in October. I hope that, like I said, I've been getting so many of your lovely emails and they're all amazing. I wish I had the time to touch on all of them. But, um, you know, as I go through them, I'm kind of also looking for ones that um, I think are have a good theme to them. You know, that other people are also going to 
benefit from since I'm putting this in a very public, on a very public kind of platform. I uh, do so with that in mind, with the intention that um, it's not just going to benefit you, the uh, author of the email, but also um, all of you out there listening who might be in similar situations or have similar questions or or just curious, right? Uh, this uh, kind of stuff, this, this can bring a whole new perspective to your situation as well, and I hope that it does. So um, if I end up picking your email for a podcast or a video and then, you know, you wrote it six months ago, listen, it's, <laughs> it's just the nature of the beast. I've got the coaching, and you can get a much more immediate response from me through email coaching, one-on-one email coaching, and the... Um, packages are available on the website manifestationlab.com uh, you can read all the details about that there and also for those of you new to the podcast but who don't know my youtube channel please go and visit that uh, and subscribe if you like the videos manifestation lab is the name of the channel on youtube always happy for new subscribers so thank you for listening and uh, this has been a blast. I'm, I always enjoy and love doing these things. So uh, I look forward to doing another episode of this. I'm hoping to get, I'm hoping to crank out at least at least two a month, hopefully more, maybe once a week down the road. Uh, but we'll see how things go. Um, thank you for listening again. Uh, thanks for your email to the person who wrote and to all of those writing. And uh, remember. Uh, you can do and be and have whatever you want. Okay? No doubt about it. Keep tuning in. And uh, have a wonderful day or week or month or weekend or at whatever point in time and whatever place that you're listening to this. My name is Tarkhan. Thank you so very, 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 very much. And until next time, I love you, be well, and goodbye.